0: Good evening, everyone. Uh, um, for our gospel, um, you know uh, that we, the books we use, are called the lectionary. So the lectors uh, and their selected scriptures uh, that run in a series over three years, and eventually we get through the, uh, most of the Bible. And then the gospel uh, is also set up the way the lectionary is, and sometimes the lectionary uh, they'll omit. Uh, certain what we call pericopes, uh, lines from the gospel, and that happens today. And, um, and that's fine, I, I'm not wiser than Mother Church, but, um, uh, but because of that, I wanted to put some context to something that's happening. The verse that's omitted from the lectionary, from the gospel reading, uh, tells us that Jesus enters the house and then the dining room of a leading Pharisee who invited him to have dinner. Standing before the guests as they rush in to be seated is a man who is sick. That's what's missing, and uh, the, they actually name in the lectionary or in the gospel what it is. It's called dropsy, and uh, dropsy is uh, today known as edema, edema, uh, and it's a painful swelling of the limbs and tendons, and it makes uh, the person who has it, it makes them it makes them man immediately upon entering the room. But the Pharisees, they are so preoccupied and acting foolish uh, because they're jockeying for the best seats in uh, that they don't notice the man. And uh, this is kind of amazing because in their time, sickness uh, to them in their heads, uh, meaning uh, the way they saw things, sickness, illness was a punishment from God for Sin a sure sign of the individual's immorality. Had the Pharisees, because it's the Pharisees inviting, it's other Pharisees that are there. Had they noticed this ill man's presence, they would never have entered the room until he was forced to leave because he was a sinner. So they wanted him out. So they didn't notice him at first. But once they were in, of course to save face, uh, but they also had another... Uh, they realize that uh, this man's going to serve a purpose uh, for them, not a good way, in a very bad way. You see, uh, the Pharisees invited Jesus, and they were hoping, as they always were, to find fault with Jesus, to catch him doing something. And um, they were hoping now, here's a sick man in there, and they're hoping that uh, Jesus is going to break the Mosaic law. Because remember, we're told it's on a Sabbath. And... uh, the Pharisees are there then for negative reasons. They want to catch Jesus. But the man, unlikely to be a Pharisee, is there probably because he's heard about this rabbi and his ability to heal. They were eager to see what Jesus would do. Take pity on the man and cure him and um, go against the Mosaic law about work. See, they considered that to be work. Work. We are told the Pharisees were watching Jesus closely, as if playing a game of cat and mouse with him. Jesus knows their malicious intent already, and he is unfazed by it. Jesus immediately asked the Pharisees, if it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath, since they were out to catch Jesus doing something wrong, they remain silent. They wouldn't answer him. Of course, they were hoping that uh, in their silence, Jesus would do something wrong. Jesus indeed cures the man, even though it is on the Sabbath. Before the Pharisees can denounce him, he poses a very simple question to them. He asks them what they would do if their ox or mule... Were to fall into a ditch on the Sabbath, <laughs> I'm laughing because I already know, I already s- and it's in my head. Um, since every one of those men at that table know exactly what they were going to do, they would immediately retrieve the animal from the ditch because it's a valuable piece of property. Pharisees remain silent at Jesus' question. Jesus points out their hypocrisy. That's why they're being quiet. You see what's happening? The donkey is worth more than the human person. It's not work to eat the donkey out, but it is work to help a human. He has shown them that they are more concerned over a common animal and over legal technicality than of a neighbor in need, which is one of the Mosaic laws also. Friends, as for the parable of those invited to the wedding banquet. Because Jesus, last week we remember Jesus had just previously spoken about a banquet, and he likened it to heaven, it is clear then that uh, what he's talking about here in the Gospel read today uh, has to do with uh, conduct that is conducive to getting into God's kingdom. Jesus puts forth that anyone exalting themselves before others will be humbled by God, while promising those who humble themselves before others will find themselves exalted by God. Um, This is likely uh, from Proverbs. Here we go. 25, Proverbs 25, 6, 7. Claim no honor in the king's presence, nor occupy the place of superiors. For it is better to be told, come up closer, than to be humbled by telling you to go down. (laughs) And 27, 2. This one's the really important one. Let another praise you, not your own mouth. A stranger do it, not your own lips. This is Jesus probably, this is where, uh, you know, Jesus is all about the scriptures, uh, because it is he himself. Um, And so, Uh, Dinner parties in Jesus' time generally were restricted to those of the community members deemed socially and morally acceptable. Handicapped and infirm, those who are sick were commonly believed, again, to be suffering because they are such great sinners, and they were often excluded then from dinners. They wouldn't be invited. This practice, of course, is cruel. And Jesus publicly deplored this type of insensitivity uh, that seeks to avoid less than pleasant people. And uh, theologically, it's a huge problem, but then that requires uh, reciprocity for anyone and all favors rendered. Jesus told his disciples to attend to the innocent ones of life uh, who are socially marginalized uh, and who can never hope to repay anything This is what the end of that gospel is saying. He tells the host, and you. Don't invite your buddies. Why don't you invite all the poor ones instead? Jesus, in effect, directs his disciples to do the same. What Jesus is asking is for them to emulate God the Father, who loves us and cares for us, even though we are handicapped by sin. And... We could never make restitution on our own. You see, God invites us. And we're the ones that are, if you will, troubled. My friends, I had thought, okay, how can I put this another way for you? Um, So here are two examples. Uh, A person who hosts Taco Tuesday luncheons for friends every Tuesday afternoon. That comes with a beer. There's nothing wrong in the sight of God. There's no sin. It may not be particularly meritorious for gaining entrance into heaven. (laughs) You can host all those you want, but that may not get you into heaven. However, on the other hand, the person who spends each Tuesday afternoon teaching Bible study and helping out at a soup kitchen or a nursing home doing things in service of others to people who can never repay the kindness. That person is storing up things in heaven. Does that make sense? My Friends, I say this because of the word, our Lord, uh, he regards such things as being done to himself. Matthew 25, 40. And the king will say to you, and who's the king? Jesus. And the king will say to you, in reply, amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. Jumping quick to 45. The king, he will answer them, amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. My friends, similarly, the person who hosts Saturday wine and movie night for his friends each weekend, (laughs) a person has done nothing special regarding heaven. (laughs) Now, I know you might want to argue with me about that, but mm. in contrast, the person who regularly gives part of their weekend coaching children, leading a scout troop, perhaps, helping out with different projects in the parish, Uh, Maybe helping the Knights of Columbus uh, or helping St. Vincent de Paul Society, assisting people who are impoverished and poor and in need. Uh, They definitely are putting into practice what Jesus urges in today's gospel. Um, They will be rewarded, he said.